You are listening to the Give Me Five Podcast, episode 100. Da 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 da! podcast a semi-entertaining show about very entertaining things we talk about pop culture nostalgia movies music theme parks and books whatever catches our eye and entertains us we go and we talk about it this week at however length. at length this week however is our 100th episode so we're going to talk about something Woo! very entertaining that is the show itself we're going to talk about some of the events from the past two and a half years Two years and several months. I want to like talk that. about me. Want to talk yeah, about I, I want to so. talk about number one. Oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. What the hell just happened to Rob? <laughs> I Keep like going. talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. Thank you. That was beautiful. I don't that know is what a, that was. That is was a country cool. song, by the way. I was wondering how you knew the words. I thought it was like a pop song or something. Anyway, yes, we are doing a little bit of a clip show. Okay, a lot bit of a clip show. A lot of bit of a clip show. Yeah. So if you have not listened to our past episodes, this one's a little bit different than the previous ones, although it will give you a taste of our previous ones. Not all 100 of them, or all 99 of them. We're not going to do that to you. Yes. And it tastes like salty ham. <laughs> it does. So my name is Greg. Hi. I am joined by... Rob. What up? Who also tastes like salty ham. <laughs> I do. And Greg would know. Tee <laughs> And Jimmy. I do not taste like salty ham. No. And Pickle. Greg would know. <laughs> <sighs> it's going to be one of those shows, baby. <laughs> we're, we're actually recording early in the morning, which never happens. And I had planned on enjoying a glass and or a bottle of wine while recording, but... Instead, it's going to be uh, drinking coffee from a with porg. Pork? With beer in it, apparently. Yeah, from a porg mug. I'm drinking oh. coffee from a porg mug. Uh, anyway. What kind of heathen puts beer in their coffee? I don't know. Jimmy. Anyway, Jimmy. Hi. Tell them about spoilers. Hi. Caught me unaware. What up? This is a clip show, and therefore the only thing that we will be spoiling is the past episodes of our show. So if you didn't know that Rob farts loud enough for his microphone to pick it up, or that Greg finds it hilarious, <laughs> then stop now. So, guys, we talked about doing a podcast mm -hmm. for quite some time. What, six months or so? Well, we started talking about it, I believe, in September, October of uh, 2017. And, and, didn't... and honestly, our, our first thought was to do like a dinner and a movie kind of thing, if you remember. Yes, like a YouTube thing. Yeah, because we were coming up with it, uh, Greg and I were coming up with it while we were, like, watching crazy movies like Wolf Cop and Zombievers. That is true. And, and we, we were like, working. man, this would be such a great thing. And then we started working on the Halloween thing, and we're like, oh, Jimmy brings a lot to the table as well. So we sort of started formulating stuff. But it didn't actually happen until July 23rd of 2017, which is when our first episode dropped, meaning we, we had actually recorded a few things beforehand. And just... 
you know, to start off the clip thing, here here was our very first oh man podcast opening. Oh, wow. God. You were listening to the Give Me Five podcast, episode one. And it didn't actually change all that much. So, no. like, so I mean, we didn't – somehow that was one of the things that didn't change. But so it's sorry. interesting going back because I've had to listen to a lot of the old podcasts, as of you guys, for this. And and it was it was interesting. It was very – like the things that changed, the things that we did right, the things we did wrong. And 100 episodes in, I just want to give a little bit of news here, some of the major things we've talked about. Um, first of all, the week before our podcast dropped, someone took our name. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember that. Bastards. Because I had been checking on different mm-hmm. names, and there's 700,000 podcasts out there, literally. So a lot of the names were taken, so we found I found Gibby 5 with, with it spelled out, and I was like, oh, sweet. And I bought the hosting, I bought all the stuff, and then I checked again, and Gibby 5 with the number, which is why when we do our contact stuff, we say the number, or we say spell it out. Give me five. The number showed up, and it was like, "Oh crap!" Um, but they disappeared. Uh, their last episode, I believe, the last thing they talked about was the first of the. They talked about Infinity mm-hmm. War. Was the last thing they talked about. So we yep. outlasted them. The War of Attrition. That's right. We also outlasted Movie Pass, which I was also big on talking yes, about you were. because it allowed me. It allowed me to see all these movies to talk about them on the show for like mm-hmm. free, basically. And so they are in fact defunct now. Uh, within this month, they will be going away. So, oh wow! Most likely before this episode, they're at least in bankruptcy protection. Yep, I'd like to point out that I called that from the very beginning. That's true. No way was that sustainable. We might not have a clip of that, but that's that's like the one thing. Now I'm no Nostradamus like Rob, and we'll get to that. Yes, <laughs> but I'll take credit for that one. Yes. Sorry, everybody who had a movie pass. I guess I didn't lose money on the deal. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, if if you bought it and used it a couple of times, I mean, you yeah. pro- you probably paid for it. You I got mean, more than your money's anybody, worth. Yeah, I don't think anybody. I think the only people who lost money on it was MoviePass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And most recently, a little bit of sad news Jimmy told me about the other day, which I got an email about it. But yeah, one of our sponsors went away, not because they were sponsoring us, future sponsors, probably. <laughs> Podcoin, rest in peace, guys. Yeah. I know some of you out there listening were able to. Um, redeem some credits. Uh, actually, Kerwin, he told me the other day that he had to cash out an Amazon gift card. So if you guys listen to us at, on PodCoin, hopefully you're still with us. Um, you know, thanks, PodCoin, for, you know, featuring us and giving giving us an opportunity. Yeah, we did to, to reach more people. So uh, sad to see it go. So let's move on from that. And one of the first topics you guys – you guys, the the co-hosts here, know this, but the listeners don't. That as we would, as I would do the editing, I was constantly sending notes because none of us really knew what we were doing with podcasting. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, "Oh yeah, you, you do this too much. Make sure you don't do that." Some of us still don't. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but if I would send notes, be like, "Oh, if it, you know, do, don't do this as much. Don't do that as much. We repeat ourselves too much." And these, and I would of course have people do that for me as well. My wife was very much like you shouldn't have said that definitely don't send that rob is really offensive and then i'd be like you've known you've known him longer than i have you knew this and she's like yeah i just needed to point it out you know that kind of thing so there was a period when i wasn't allowed at your house it's true i still have to sneak you in that was one of the things uh what did you guys learn Uh, so what did you, you guys had listened to podcasts before what did you guys learn about podcasts just by doing one just by doing one and picking up on some of the kind of things that 
that I learned from it were, and I'm still trying to learn not to repeat myself. Like when you say, oh yeah, I thought it was really good. And then, oh, there's one more thing. And then I'll say, but like I said, it was really good. That's completely redundant Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, to mute myself because (laughs) things happen. (laughs) My wiener's out. I wish I had a clip of that. I should have grabbed that clip. (laughs) When Jimmy was trying on underwear in the background of one of our episodes. (laughs) My wiener's out. We are recording. Yeah, so... Dude, you can grab that clip, and that it's actually titled "My Wiener's Out." Uh, Rob, you, I, I've I've learned a couple of things. One, I I need to because a lot of the time when I'm on the podcast, I'm talking to you guys like we're having a conversation, and I will I will say something like like say I'll say a joke, and I don't think you guys heard it. I'll repeat that joke until you guys acknowledge it. And then the listener hears it like six times and it's like, well, I'm a moron. I don't really need to do that. I need to just, I just need to let it go. If you don't hear it, you don't hear it. It's there. They can hear it, but they don't need to hear me repeat it like 12 times. So, so stuff like that. I've also learned that, that, uh, dead space or dead air isn't necessarily a bad thing because it's very easily gotten rid of. And yes. we don't really need to fill up all of the space because does. Greg does such a great job in editing that it it sounds like it flows naturally. It, it's not really something that, that we have to worry so much about. And it's almost better to just let it be dead space as opposed to trying to fill it up with something stupid. Yeah, that's actually something I learned as well. And also with topics in general, I think early on we were very concerned about having enough information Mm -hmm. and this is going to go into a clip that i know jimmy has heard it because he's part of it we did a very early special episode oh man would have been like probably our second or third release yeah and it never saw the light of day because as i was editing it you were like this sucks it was yeah there's a little bit of this sucks and then i tried to fix something and i broke it and i was like i could fix this again but i don't think i want to so Mm -hmm. Rob, you're going to hear this for the first time. There's, it's, it's a little bit of a longer clip, but Jimmy and I went to a Metallica concert at the same time, but we weren't together because we got our tickets at separate times. And we were talking about the, the concert and we were going to do a breakdown of like what they did for each song and all that. It was a special episode. So we figured Metallica fans or people that were interested in that would listen to it, but not the like, cause I know you wouldn't have cared personally. Right. So it was going to be a, a special thing, but we ended up talking for the first, I think, hour and 15 minutes about getting to the concert. God, no one cares. God. So like we talked about the parking situation, the traffic, the, the, and it didn't, we didn't even realize we did it. And that wasn't, so then there was like another two hours of breaking down the songs. Mm -hmm. So just, just a little clip I cut together to, to show that this is new for you, Rob. And it's embarrassing for you, Jimmy and me for that. Oh God. Here you go. This is a give me five special episode. Give me one featuring Metallica live in Orlando. I'm Greg, and this is Jimmy. We both so we had can, the we opportunity can edit this a little too. to go see Metallica. We can talk over this. Uh, just last night in Orlando. Oh, I was gonna say so you were you super aggressive really about that intro too. Well, I was trying to be. have the set list spoiled and be surprised. We will be covering the songs that they played in order. So eventually, like three hours that in, sounds like a bad idea to you. Might want to listen. After you hear the show. 
Ah, that sucked. After you hear the show, what? <laughs> Jimmy, so like, what no, is you your can't do it again. history with Metallica? My history with Metallica, I, I can remember it. I mean, like it was yesterday. It's a shitty microphone. I couldn't have been more. Yeah, than I hear all kinds of echo and shit. Old. I think that's one of the things we improved as well. Mm-hmm. There was that kid, and I'm sure you had him in your high school too, and probably all you guys out there listening as well. Sure. That kid that was always selling something, always trying to trade something. Uh, but he gave me and Justice for All. And there happened What's to be that a you, that right? Orlando City Lions soccer game going on very close to where the concert was. So there was. You know, two large groups of traffic heading right to the same place. Very exciting traffic conversation. So yeah, but the, you know, the one thing that I got to see. Awesome. When stuck in traffic on the main highway was a, a woman, uh, Jimmy's wiener. <laughs> right Close. on the side of the road. She rummaged around in the trunk for a little yeah. bit. And then she just kind of looked back at our car, shrugged her shoulders, climbed over the retaining wall where the, where the construction was and decided to pee. Um, while giving me rock and roll devil fingers and 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 I couldn't hear what she was saying, but the look on her mouth, um, I'm pretty sure she was saying woo. The look on her mouth. <laughs> so there it was. The look on the, her the mouth. The fact that the woman peed the reason why I was talking about that in general is the fact that the woman peed while staring me dead in the eyes <laughs> was was why I decided like the whole time, like uh, yeah, I'm peeing. And it, and you're like, I'm so uncomfortable but right I now. I can't not look <laughs> at her. Yeah. I have to see this thing through. I, I sorted through the episode. Yeah, there's there was a lot of things that have changed since those episodes. Even the, the I could not find our very first recording, the one where I'm pretty sure that was the one where Rob said that he hated baseball. Yeah, that that's the one that never saw the light of day where I, I hated baseball. I didn't like Billy Joel. And I, I know that we've referenced it a couple of times on the podcast, and nobody's ever really heard that episode. And I, 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 hmm. I might be thankful. It was called "Rob is Un-American. Yeah, I've I, I've looked a lot because I I had switched I've switched, switched drives a couple times. It's got to be somewhere because I know I wouldn't have lost it. But I will have mm-hmm. maybe episode two hundred. Who knows? Yeah, maybe for two hundred. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey everyone, this is Max Overdrive, nineteen eighty six. And you're listening to the 100th episode of Give Me Five podcast. That is Angelo from Max Overdrive 1986, a good friend of ours who actually, um, we were standing in line for a show and they had just followed us on, I think it was Twitter or Instagram. And I had my phone open and I was checking it out and he goes, hey, that's us. (laughs) I was like... Hey, that's us. So we struck up a, a really cool friendship. Uh, yeah. Um, look up Max Overdrive hey, 1986 on Spotify. Check them out on Instagram and Twitter. They're, uh, really good dudes. Angelo is, has become a, you know, a, a strong supporter of the show. And we look very much to having him on in the very near future. So thank you so much for sending that clip in and thank you for your support. Now I got a question though. Were you were you guys wearing like uh, Give Me Five podcast shirts or no, something at the time, I, or was it was it just a pure happenstance where he followed you, you checked your phone, and he was standing behind you, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's us!" That was pretty that's much you. how it happened. What? I think Jimmy had posted a. I think Jimmy had posted a picture of the yes. concert, and he had probably mm-hmm. like clicked on the tag. I'm like, oh, this these guys logo look very synth wavy, and followed mm-hmm. us, and it just was coincidental because I hadn't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So it's just really cool. Every time we see him out at shows, you know, we kind of kick it for a little bit. Saw him at the uh, the midnight show recently. Oh, one second. It's almost like he's doing this on purpose. Yeah. He's going to be talking about stuff going off the rails, and things are already going off the rails. Are we doing a review of Snowpiercer? Sure. If he's trying on underwear. No, I'm not yeah. trying on underwear. He's being annoyed by a terrier. No, I'm not. Or he's just gonna, or, or he's just gonna go sit on the couch and cuddle with the terrier for the next hour and a half. So that's a prime example of going off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. Despite our best efforts, sometimes that happens. Um, that happens a lot. It does. Whether it's a equipment malfunction or a uh, a bodily function that can can <laughs> really derail things quickly. Um, here's, here's an example of when things don't go quite according to plan. Well, age wise, I'm the oldest here by a few months older than Rob Mm -hmm. and Jimmy is by far the youngest and he is the one that's the adult in the room most of the time. Most, most of the time. Yeah. So apparently (laughs) very early on, very early on in the podcast, we, Jimmy was doing the start because we, we, alternate uh whoever who hosts so it was jimmy's turn he was trying to start and rob and i were apparently just being children and he held it together pretty well and didn't quite catch what was going on i don't think because he didn't he didn't yell at us but uh, this here just listen for yourselves this was one of rob's favorites this is the give me five podcast where each week we discuss a bunch of stuff that we use to numb the drudgery of our daily lives those can be things like movies tv Books, straight-to-disc DC animated anime films, or whatever. I'm Gristle McHardbody with my co-host Greg and Rob. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are five guys. No. We're not five guys. No, we're not five guys. Three. We are the Give Me Five podcast. We would be way more delicious. Wait, no, that's not right either. (laughs) No, that's pretty accurate. This week, we will be discussing very briefly uh, the Dark Knight's Metal soundtrack, which I just became aware of, and I'm mostly curious to know about it, and I'll let our our resident comic expert, Greg, talk about it a little bit. Sweet. I get to be a nerd on the podcast. Yeah. Batman Ninja. You already are a nerd on the podcast. Sweet. I get to be a nerd (laughs) on the podcast again. I was going to say double nerd. And the new horror film, Hereditary. I get to wet myself in a movie theater. Again? I'm still holding it together. (laughs) Look, the Smurfs movie was scary. (laughs) It was, especially when you reached over and started grabbing me. I was very concerned. No, you were not. (laughs) You're right, Alex. We're ruining Jimmy's beautiful opening. (laughs) Oh, God, about that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, and the rails are gone. Let me say that again. We are ruining Jimmy's beautiful introduction. No, you had it right the first oh, time. The visual I got from that one, mm-mm. Talking about, yeah. talking about five guys. You know, us ruining <laughs> Jimmy's beautiful opening. Oh, God. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. one of the ones. It's hard to find those because we don't actually put those in show notes, like when we, we do go off the rails. Uh, there's another one 
one of my favorite ones, and it's it'll be coming up later. I just couldn't put it in this section for obvious reasons. Uh, was when you were introducing Timmy oh, Capello. No. Oh yeah, screwed up, and he before we even uh, had a conversation with him, he was like, "Wow, you guys I suck already." Basically, mortified. He, he nailed you right away. <laughs> I was absolutely mortified. I was so embarrassed, but but it was good because it really broke. It the opened ice. him up right away. Yeah, yeah, and he basically from there just kept going, which is awesome. So speaking of getting comfortable, this is another one of the little podcast things. I was trying to figure out at which episode things started flowing more naturally because we it was always weird. We'd have all these awesome conversations like, hey, we're going to talk about this. We're going to do this. We're gonna, don't forget to do this. And then we hit the microphone on and, and it was it, like, like uh, uh, um, uh. because it's hard. Yeah, it is. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Did you not take your morning pee yet? Go, Go do it. No, I'm good. Okay. It's difficult to do that when the microphone comes on, and it's it's kind of a weird thing. In my face <laughs> and I've noticed it even with, like, guests and stuff like that that aren't used to being on microphone. As soon as you – they'll have awesome takes, then you're like, okay, ready to go, and then it's a little more difficult. Is there an episode that you guys can think of where things, like, really kind of started breaking the ice? Like, where you're like, okay, I'm now very used to being on microphone. Actually, Rob never seemed to have that problem, to be honest. <laughs> Well, and I on it, and I don't want to say that that's that's just a function of people at my work don't really listen, and I don't have to really uh-huh. worry about getting in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I think you deal with more. I think you deal with more stressful things on a daily basis, so the little crap doesn't yeah. bother you because you like, a lot of the things is like I don't care if yeah. you're offended. I'm here to save your life. You're like I don't know. It just seems like that, but. Jimmy and I, well, Jimmy has a, has a new job, which we might talk about yeah. next episode. A little uh, bit. I still haven't told anyone. We were face-to-face with students. <laughs> Not um, yet. So it's sometimes a little bit hard because they'll, they'll see the logo on a shirt or on a, on a car or whatever. And then, yeah. oh, I listened to your show. And I'm like, oh, shit, what did we say? Uh-oh. Yeah. So we have we do a little more self-censoring. Yeah, I had a, a – yeah, I got – I don't know. I have to say in the past couple of months, probably, definitely the Timmy Cabello episode – as far as talking to people, um, to celebrities, that's or you know interview guests, that's that's become a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not as I I think I've learned to I guess phrase things differently. Um, however, this is kind of funny. Uh, right before I left my previous job. Uh, had a student come up and say, "Oh, I listened to your podcast, and I'll never look at you the same." I said, "What do you? Mm. Oh God, what did you hear?" And it was when we talked about the man catching his wife with another man, oh. <laughs> and and running out, running down the street with his, appendage. with his flailing appendage. Oh yeah. <laughs> and still, I don't think that was anything crazy, but um, it was still really funny to hear yeah that's awesome I didn't, yeah, I didn't hear that. A, one of our, our very good students i think that for me at least because because i do all the editing i hear everything multiple mm, times sorry i think it was actually earlier for me like in the teens maybe it might have been the alvograth episode which we'll hear later because i realized that regardless of what we say i can cut it out so it was mm-hmm. more of a like let's throw everything at the wall and then i'll just cut with a heavy hand and mm-hmm. I think around there, it started getting a little more comfortable. And then by episode 50 or so, it's like, okay, now things are kind of moving. The show mm-hmm. kind of became what it became. And and we were able to kind of put things in 
I almost said slide things in, but I knew that Rob was listening. So I'm not going to say slide <laughs> I'm things right in. I'm waiting. I knew. Um, I, I would have, I would have to agree. I think it's, I, I think it was somewhere in the teens. I think we really hit our, um, our interview, interview flow by episode 24, which was the Kirk Bazigian interview, because I thought that one went really well. That's still one of my favorite episodes, but somewhere in the teens. And I think, I think it was probably early teens, but somewhere in the teens where we realized that talking about stuff that we actually really cared about made it easier for us to talk about it. Yeah. I agree. We realized we didn't have yeah. to cover absolutely everything. It was like, well, no, let's let's talk about the stuff that we like. This morning, Jimmy we were, ate right. oatmeal. Tell us about your oatmeal, Jimmy. Like, no, yeah, well, yeah, and not to cut you off, Rob, but there there was a time when our our formatting, you know, we were scrambling to come up with five things every week, five things each. Yeah, and they had, and, and that. It was like things we didn't care about. That, and that, right. that like, went away. Oh, I got a new within the first two episodes shelf too, by the way. <laughs> from IKEA. Yeah. But and then it was like, well, we need to talk about five things. And so, you know, the the formatting's changed and it's evolved and um I'm I'm pretty comfortable with where it's at right now. It still makes me uncomfortable, but we were a little concerned when we were because I, I remember a conversation that we had had about, you know, well, we don't really we don't typically too often talk about things that we don't like. It's like everything we talk about, we're like, Oh yeah, this is great. Blah, 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 blah. You know, people are going to be like, Oh, well, you know, they like everything they do. And you know, that, that hasn't been the case recently. I mean, <clears throat> Lion King, but, <laughs> but you know, for the most part, we talk about stuff that we like. So we don't typically give bad reviews to a lot of things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So being that we talk a lot about a lot of things, we occasionally will say something kind of off the cuff. You know, we'll we'll call it a prediction. We're occasionally geniuses. Rarely. Oca- occasionally. Mm-hmm. Occasionally we are geniuses. And we'll, we'll probably play a couple of those clips for you now. But one of those is the reason why I was not allowed at Greg's house for a couple of months. Oh, yes. Now I remember. Yeah. So yeah. my wife was a very big fan of the dragon portion of game of thrones. Yeah. Uh, wanted some dragons actually, which I let her know that based on our accident prone dogs, that's not a good idea. And that dragons aren't real, <laughs> but, but well, I guess on one of our episodes, it was, um, I think season seven of game of thrones. I think like season seven, episode four or something like that. Or season seven, episode five. There you go. Rob made this prediction, which didn't happen until season seven, episode six, I believe, but you'll see it. Right now. Except for two words. We need to see zombie dragon. No zombie dragon. No. Well, think about it. If they don't get zombie dragons, this fight is over. Because what are the things that kill the whites? The things that kill the whites are dragon glass, valerian valerian steel, and Mm -hmm. fire. Mm -hmm. And if you've got three dragons just strafing your army, laying down dragon fire, it's not going to go very well. You're going to have to take out the dragons if you want to stand a chance. They have giants that can throw things at said dragon. Well, but they still have to. The giants can throw other giants at the dragons. (laughs) They still have to take out the dragons. So I think we're going to get zombie dragons. Giants can throw giants. Unfortunately, we did not. (laughs) Giants can throw other giants at the dragons. Oh, but yeah. uh, Rob was still recording out of a tin can at that point. 
It's true. Um, true. Yeah. yeah, it took us a little while. I have since upgraded my mic. Yes, we, we, yeah, we all sound so much more mature now. But yeah, that was a that was a hell of a prediction. Yeah, because there was no hinting at that at all. That was one of the things that was very hidden. That's also because Rob has read all of the fantasy novels, both dragons and minotaurs type fantasy and also uh fan fiction of people having sex with each other that type of fantasy. yeah i've i have totally read the best in literary minotaur sex it's true <laughs> now being the comic nerd as we heard earlier i made a couple of predictions about the spider-man movie based on the very first trailer the teaser trailer for that one yeah and and oddly enough both of your predictions were actually on the same movie and they were both right i was like oh my god i think that the that all of the villains that you are seeing in that trailer, the big elemental ones, I think they are created by Mysterio <gasps> for him dun, dun, dun. to Mysterio. battle, to show up, to think, yeah. to make Ray people Mysterio. think that he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess well, it that worked like? on me. That's just a guess. Okay, so that was one where it turned out Mysterio, yes, all of the big elemental villains were. And this one I was mm-hmm. half right. I also think that Nick Fury isn't Nick Fury because... I can understand that, yeah. One, the appearance, how Nick Fury appears, and it turned out to be right. I was very, I'm not usually big on the predictions. As we were talking right before I hit record here, Jimmy had a prediction about the about Spider Man going back. Yeah, it to didn't Marvel hasn't quite happened as soon as I predicted, but it will. Damn it, it will. And Rob had another one that came true. Mm-hmm. Kinda, kind. This is another kind of, but it was close enough to where I had to pull it. Also for my reaction. Of course, number one, I've already talked about it several times. It's my second favorite comic series of all time, and that's Infinity Gauntlet. And that's that includes all of the Marvel Universe. Yes. And, and it's a great, of you that it's see a great series. Avengers 3, we'll actually get a chance to see that story hopefully told right. But hopefully they don't F it up. Mm-hmm. Before all of their contracts expire and they're replaced with teenage heartthrobs. Oh my god. Make it stop. <laughs> Look at Rob. Hugh Jackman play Wolverine forever. I agree. All right, so next we'll see Robert Pattinson is Iron Man. I swear to God, if that happens, I'm hunting you down. Team Jacob, man. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Werewolves, nuts, werewolves. Zach Efron is <laughs> Superman. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> stop giving Hollywood they were ideas. Obviously, listening. <laughs> They they were because he he didn't get cast as Iron Man, but he did in fact get cast as Batman. I feel like there's some sort of casting director out somewhere in Hollywood that's like, man, these three guys recording from their bedrooms, they know how to cast a movie. Get Robert Pattinson on the phone. <laughs> they know. They know. If you're listening, you son of a bitch. It's still not too late. Cast Glenn Danzig as Wolverine. <laughs> it's much. Oh my god. I just remembered that Verotic is coming out soon, and we are talking about it next month. I can't wait to see it. Also, they need to make a movie called Werewolves, Not Swearwolves. I, you guys you guys laughed at all the stuff that I wouldn't have laughed at. <laughs> They've been talking about I guess plans are still in the works to do that movie. It's called What We Do in the Moonlight. So, um, fingers crossed, we'll see. Taika Waititi is on a roll, uh, having won Best... Uh, he took home the top prize at the Toronto Film Festival recently. For playing Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And he got cast in uh, Suicide Squad 2. Or 1 again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess that's uh, my surprise clip for you guys. I've got a clip of him saying, "Congrat!" I don't have. Oh clip. God, I can't even. I'm, I'm yeah, Jimmy well, would have been comatose been, right now. Been in, I'm going been in the to news launch a, lot a recently, campaign. Hasn't it? I mean, he's got several projects like in the works. He's he's been cast in a couple try, of things. It. I think he's directing several others. Yeah. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit here about food because for some reason when we start Go talking about food, we it's, speaking of going off the rails, that is one of the things that happens. Hold and, on. And oddly enough, the the listeners kind of like it from what I understand. Our our mentions go up, our conversation goes up on Twitter uh, at give me 5 pot. And you know, when I post pictures on our thing of some random food cuz we'll post pictures of like mm-hmm. the Star Wars food from or something interesting and those get liked a lot more. Food it's a very visceral thing. People was, like it. Wasn't the wasn't the <clears throat> most um the most commented on question that we had was the one about uh, like Thanksgiving uh, cranberries yeah. or some shit. Yes, the most divisive subject was the uh, was the cranberries. What type of cranberries? If it's the gel or the other stuff, but right. canned. Speaking, of, one of our most popular episodes early on when I started looking at the numbers was actually this conversation. Now this clip is a little bit longer, okay, but I feel like it needs to be heard in its entirety because it's it's actually from three different parts of the same episode. It is Jimmy talking about his beverage of choice. Mm. Clamato, Clamato. I wish I had some right And now. Clamato juice. Let's just let it play here. <laughs> um, I did get a microwave onion cooker from the thrift store. <gasps> Go anyway, on. What? Yeah. It's this great little gadget. You stick an onion in, you stick it in your microwave, and it makes your uh, house smell like an onion <laughs> farted. <laughs> um, lets you eat an onion like an apple. That so is, why that someone is would buy it? Best description. Yeah, it. Uh, I was ninety nine cent, and um, I was curious. So the other night, I ate a whole onion while watching Umbrella Academy because um, I didn't want to waste it. But that's my exciting news. Wait, was that alone? Were you just sitting there alone eating an onion and watching television? Sadly, <laughs> eating a, a cooked I'm onion. So sad. I wasn't sad. I was enjoying myself. I love onions. Ugh. I can't. Oh God, it grosses me out. I, I oh, like onions, I'm but gonna, I don't know that I could eat an onion like just by itself. I'm like gonna bring you one tomorrow, Greg. No, I'm gonna bring you a cooked onion tomorrow. Ugh. Do you do you just eat it like an apple? No, I'm not a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are we done talking about microwave and eating onions? I could talk about this for the next hour and a half. Well, we usually ask for this at the end, but uh, listeners, if you are willing to eat an entire onion, let us know why. And if you think it's weird and gross, also let us know why. You know how to contact us. However, if you think it's weird and gross, you can keep your damn opinions to yourself because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll just be sitting here drinking my glass of clamato juice and eating my steamed onion. <laughs> You think I'm joking? I love that stuff. Jimmy's a recluse. It sounds so disgusting when you say it that way. (laughs) It's like drinking a lukewarm Clamato juice. (laughs) Clamato. We are way off the rails. I whoever was like, man, this clan would be so much better. Say it that way. The person. I got the Clamato. Whoever they are, the person well, you that gotta was take like, some aspen for that, Rob. <laughs> the person that said, "Man, this clam would be so much better with tomato juice," and I, that person deserves sainthood. 
It was almost as offensive as sitting in your room alone and eating an Hats onion. Off to you. <laughs> Sadly, with eating a an onion. Tall, yeah. cold glass of tomato juice with about <laughs> five or six ice cubes and some uh, ground pepper. That's a thing that I do. I'm not making this up. I'm proud of it. Jimmy, I don't know if you're fucking with me or not, <laughs> <laughs> but I totally thought it was pronounced tomato. Well, uh, you. You're probably sitting there with your Moet and caviar right now, then, aren't you, Mister <laughs> Fancy Pants? Do you say tomato? Do you no, say tomato? No. Tomato. Clamato. It's a clam and a tomato. Clamato. Anyone yeah. who says clamato is wrong. Uh, well, I still stand by. You can stand by it, but you're wrong. That, or a YouTube channel about how to pronounce stuff, and okay. for some reason, it's on there. Right, so great. Let's see what they have yeah. to say. Yeah, let's do it. Clamato. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> well, I've been wrong this whole time. I want to issue an apology to the Clamato makers of America and worldwide. Uh, my God. apologies. In my 35 years, I've been saying that incorrectly. The, the weird robot voice has spoken. Clamato. There we go. Turned out that was actually a joke website, which we found out later. Yeah. So that was that was the thing. We got a lot of comments on that one. So it it was a longer clip, but I had to bring that in. We did uh, get a lot. Of, what what were people saying? Uh, just uh, did they people, agree with me? People no, like, oh, don't. I love clamato juice or clamato juice. It was just there was there were some comments. They, we try. I tried very hard to get us retweeted by the the clamato clamato people, and alas, they didn't do it. So they can go kiss our asses. Just wanted to continue talking about food just a little bit. Just a couple other little clips here. Uh, not too long ago, saw some somebody eating something weird out in the hallway. It ended up devolving into a conversation about the weirdest things that we eat or the weirdest ways we eat things. Mm-hmm. Like, Except I said drinking apple juice out of a container. I meant applesauce, but no one seemed to catch that. Yeah, because it wasn't like, weird. And, like apple yeah. juice? Oh, okay. I, I drink applesauce out of the container with a straw. Everybody does that. that. That's not in this clip. So real quick, let's let's – Check this out here. So the other day, Jimmy, you were there to witness this. I walk out of my classroom into the hallway, and there's a student, full-grown college student, and he is eating a whole-ass broccoli in the hallway. He has yep. got, he It is an entire broccoli stock. Like, you, like, he just went to the produce section of Publix. Sure. Grabbed it. It was still in the, the Publix grocery bag. Still had the rubber band on it, and he was just gnawing away on it. Like it was a whole head of broccoli? It was the whole thing. Yeah, eating it like an ice cream cone. That, of course, led to some a little bit of fun with our, our, our weird food. And that also then devolved into, at the end of that conversation, Rob mentioned his favorite sandwich, which you can talk about very quickly. It was, it was something that my dad had turned me on to. I remember eating it with my dad when I was a kid. It, he had made this sandwich for me, and I was like, oh, that's that's weird. And I tasted it, and... It, it that's history because it is so good and the people who i have gotten to try it have enjoyed it yes jimmy very much so and that is the infamous peanut mm-hmm. butter and pickle sandwich okay so here's jimmy tasting the pickle and peanut butter sandwich or peanut butter and pickle sandwich i'm not i'm not gonna what's out i'm not gonna take like half a bite i'm gonna go full in i'm gonna take a bite and i'm gonna do that right now and i'll report back to you do it and Greg, why don't you tell them about yours while Jimmy's doing that? Hold on. Holy shit. 
<laughs> this is so good. <laughs> and there you have it. I'm going to have to make one. So we made Jimmy the very next episode. That was episode 83, the first part. And episode 84 was Jimmy actually tasting the pickle sandwich. I believe he gave me pork rinds to taste, which was that I whole did. part in there. And you enjoyed those as well. Yes. Now, this clip, I did not know where to put this because this clip, it starts off about food. And then it, it, it evolves. <laughs> and then something happens. Oh, oh my God. It so badly that it could have been in our mistakes category. It could have been the food category. It could have been in our going yeah. off the rails category here. It could have even been in silliness. But I'm actually probably going to have to mute myself while I play this. I had to pull over when I was finding this. So let's just get right into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, bud, and I tried to pick him up and let him look in the coffin, and he's like, I want those. And I'm like, but there's a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, there's a Twix, there's this. And he's like, I want that. And he picked a little tiny Tootsie Roll. And he's like, you're just going to eat the peanut butter cup anyway, Dad. That is accurate. 100% accurate. I did. Okay. <laughs> Trying to push through it. <laughs> I hope somebody edits that out. What? <laughs> what did I... <laughs> Did the mic pick that up? <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. What? Oh, did someone? You'll hear it when you're editing, Greg. Uh, son of a bitch. So, number one. Um, I thought that he dropped something. He dropped something on Ryan. Oh, God. Um, I can't do it. <laughs> Since Rob is, um, since, since Rob is nerve gassed himself, um, we can pretty much pick whatever we want for our fifth. Yeah, really, with the sour can, no warheads. Either of you, you know, I, I love I'm, warheads. I, I wasn't one for sour candy. I never really liked sour candy. I actually like the warheads because it, again, it's it's three candies in one. You've got you the, can just hear them like holding the on. Side, then the you can hear them trying not to laugh. This is in the middle. At least they used to. Are you okay? I, <laughs> I was fine until he asked that. I had pulled it together. I had, I had, I had made a statement, and I wasn't laughing. And then Jimmy just got me going again. Oh man, that was only the one, man. It was only the one. We're trying to have a very serious conversation about candy, and Rob's over there doing things. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm putting warheads in there. It was, was a nice deep throaty one too. You can have them. <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't me. <laughs> that was the fart that put the camel's back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so if I'm going to be the only one who uh, reigns it in, guys, thank you so much for listening. A quick rundown of our five favorite candies. Are we go I, I, I think we got to... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it just went to hell! <laughs> 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 oh. 
Um, so you think we have to our top five. Our top five is number one, Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, yeah, that was back in episode 12. <laughs> And Rob almost actually I think died. That's where everybody became a little too comfortable. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, the, of course, the quote-unquote mystery fart in the middle. If you guys don't like fart humor, sorry for that. But let's. Uh, the, this is not the place for you. Not at all. Huh? I'm amazed that you got to episode 100. Oh God. Hey guys, congratulations on making it to 100 episodes. That's a huge accomplishment. A big shout out to Jimmy and Rob. I don't know how you guys put up with Greg for this long. Thank you, Mitch. Yeah. yeah. Mitch, my arch nemesis from work and a previous guest. On, he was on our episode about Disenchanted, uh, part one or season one, but part one, which actually part two just came out last night. It did. So we'll nice. and I have to... Yes, have him back on sometime in the near future, and uh, we all need to watch um, – what's that one he really loves? Something Space. I'll find it, but we will uh, have Mitch on soon, hopefully. Thanks, dude. So tying right in with that last clip, we we occasionally here on the Give Me Five podcast get get a little silly. Sometimes we get a little stupid silly. Sometimes we're just plain stupid. but. Some of the things that we have fun with, we we actually get comments on. And one of one of the things that came up from one of the listeners, Jubals, thank you, Jubals, is that he really enjoys the many names of Bandersnatch Cumberbund. Benadryl Cabbage Patch. Wimbledon Tennis Match. Burlington Coat Factory. Yes. Buffalo Bandersnatch. Bumblebee Pumpkin Patch. And let me know what you think of Bandicoot Thundersnatch. Bandicoot Thundersnatch. <laughs> and of course, Burlington Coat Factory. Yes. You 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 still didn't get my favorite one in there. I didn't. I couldn't find it. What was your favorite one? The the Benedict eggs for brunch. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've I again searching. I couldn't find all of the stuff that I wanted yeah, to find. Pretty spread out. <laughs> Bandicoot Thundersnatch. Yeah, because it's in like a lot of episodes. Like anytime we talk about about you know Bandicoot Thundersnatch, it. It comes up and it and invariably it's all it's something different. Yeah. Now that was episode sixty one. We were talking about the Grinch, is why that came up, and there was. But it also came up when we talked about Infinity War, Doctor Strange, or anything like that. Yeah. Now another one. This one was actually so that one we kind of knew it was going to happen. So we there was a little bit of pre pro on that one for finding out names. This one was just something I randomly saw before. We recorded it. And yeah. we were actually, I think, talking about something serious. And and you can actually hear when each one of us actually looks at the picture. So we, we were mentioning and I saw a picture of well, you'll hear it. Um, but I think I think David Harbour's Hellboy looks pretty good. Although, that was actually wrong. All you listeners out there bad prediction. You're probably near a phone if you're not driving. Look up a Ron Perlman cat and your life will be better off. There's a I've cat out there that. that looks exactly like Ron Perlman. Oh, I haven't talk. seen that. <laughs> and it's not so much that the cat looks exactly like Ron Perlman. It's just people keep on emailing it to him so much that he actually has to send out Twitter reports saying, please, I know I look like this cat. Please stop sending it to me. Um, wow. Let's take a look at that real quick. But <laughs> the only problem I had with it was um, I, I felt like his speech was, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, <laughs> oh man, that oh, that cat. Um, yeah. <laughs> I told you. And I was a little bit behind. I went to look after. Yeah. And if you look at and that was episode sixty-five. So if you want to check that out, feel free. And you can also look up the Ron Perlman cat. Now, Jimmy, let's talk about our listeners. Let's talk about them. Because, yeah, they know what they did. Oh, they know. A big part of this show comes from our interaction with um, a lot of our listeners. And, and you know, there's some people who uh, contribute a lot to this, like Kerwin, uh, Matt, or Jubals, Omar. Alec, you know, we we really aren't able to do this without your input and even sometimes your harsh critiques. <laughs> uh, for example, Greg's wife, I, I want to say thank you so much for helping us, you know, especially in our early development, being – keep Greg in line and, and be – act as kind of an editor keep for Keep Greg us. in line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Kerwin for being my arch nemesis early on for pointing out every time I made a mistake. Yeah, I I lived for that. And so come on, Kerwin, get back on your game. Um, now we we have a question here. Is that right? Yeah. So we in, we started doing snap decisions. Just we mm-hmm. I was trying to, and we have little segments throughout just to to push things along. Sometimes one of them is snap decisions where we have to answer a question and give our opinion on something really on the fly. A lot of times we don't know yeah. that this is coming. And so Jubal's did know this was coming. Uh, Jubal's actually did ask a question. It was a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to mm-hmm. save it for this. So since I heard it and Rob did too, he was asking about streaming services. Now that there are a bunch of streaming services, uh, do you think that will lead to more actors and actresses being naked in movies? So what I what I think this leads to is Jubal's really would like to finally see Tom Cruise naked. Okay, and he's. I, I think he's I hoping think that's, a, that's a fair guess. Yeah, I think he's hoping that Netflix or Amazon is going to finally bestow upon him some Tom Cruise dong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think Netflix is going to do that? Some or, Tom dong. Uh, you think the new Top Gun, the, uh, it could be. the, the new volleyball scene is going to be a bunch of old dudes with their dongs flopping around? Mach 5 Erection, I think, is the name of the subtitle of that movie. <laughs> so it's possible. It's possible. Oh, man. So do we think that streaming services are going to lead to that? Uh, Rob? I don't I don't know that it will encourage any of the big-name actors or actresses to do so if they haven't already done so. I, I think it might lead to more up-and-coming actors doing it if they're getting in on the streaming services because the streaming services are gearing a little bit more towards the adult crowd, I believe. So I, I think it, well, yeah, I, I, I think it's entirely possible that more of the less established actors or actresses may end up doing so. I, I don't know that it will encourage any already well-established actors or actresses to do so, though. Jimmy? I think we might see more nudity in animated features or series such as, you know, Love, Death, and Robots. Um, perhaps more edgy animation in the style of what we see on liquid television or Aeon Flux, for example. I still, I I don't think there's going to be more nudity in streaming, um, or 
really um, feature films that, you know, released on the silver screen, mm-hmm. but definitely in, in maybe gotcha. animation more. So gotcha. And sometimes nudity for the sake of nudity, a la yeah. sec, love, death and robots. Yes. So I actually think, yes, it will, but not for the re- for any reason like that's direct. With all of these different venues, people are able to work more on their passion projects and people that things that would not have gotten funding for like the major screen, the big screen. But mm-hmm. you know, someone wanting to tell a story from history or from something that they've they've written or whatever, because the more a project is a passion project and not a financial mm-hmm. gain project, the more likely they are to bear it all, so to speak. Because I've I've seen enough interviews with with actors and actresses, like oh well. I cared about this movie, so I was willing to fully get into character. So I think yes, but that's because there's a lot more venues for funding and for people to do the stuff they exactly want to do. Yeah. I've always wanted to see George Washington uh, naked. He was he was known for his uh, nudity. Yep. So there you go, Jubals. You got your question answered. And for the record, it has led to more stre- – the streaming services had led to more watching television naked as the three of us always watch streaming movies naked. Together. Together, yeah. One of my favorite things was Craig Ferguson's late night show because he deconstructed the idea of a late night show, and he was never super serious. He didn't really mm-hmm. only talk to actors and actresses about the shows. And, and one of the things he would do is just throw random stuff in there. And somewhere along the line, we ended up – adding like games that we would just mess with each other with various quiz games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So and I don't exactly remember what our first one was, but I was able to go through and grab some of them, some of the more memorable ones. So let's listen to a little montage about our games. Yes, please. I think I want to do a game. Oh God. I like games. Like games. You want to play and- a game? Well, for Snap Decisions this week, we actually have something on the script here that says Jimmy's Game, which sounds like a movie I would not go see. Sounds very French. Ten slogans or catchphrases from commercials in the 80s, and I want to see if you guys um, can guess what they are. Okay. okay. And we will... Uh, we'll I've written down score. a scoreboard here. Okay, thank you. I was, I was going to ask. Um, so I sent out a test question last night, and... It was, hey, you know, let's do this. So, okay, fine. And I asked, all right, so for example, more than meets the eye. And Greg answered dominoes. I was kidding. I don't care. You're still negative one point. Any actors that have been in both a Marvel Pictures and Game of Thrones? I have ten rap names. Oh, And oh what I need you guys to do is tell me if they are real or fake. Oh, dear Good. We're talking 80s stuff this week. All right. There's another game. 80s references and where they are from. Bogus. Pretty woman. Nope. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Since we're doing UHF this week, we had an idea for a fun little game. I'm going to give you the title of a TV show, and you're going to tell me whether it's a real show, okay. whether it's made up, or whether it's from UHF. Okay, so as- All right. Question number one. Hmm? Show called Sex Box. <laughs> Theme songs that you actually still remember to this day that you haven't uh, really watched in years. But like if the song this is were the first to come game on, we did. you would be able to sing along with it. I oh, think this was the, the first one? Mm-hmm. This is, we're going to do it as like a um, nice. see if we can guess each other's. 
Oh, I know what this is. This is one of those CDs you buy for <laughs> Halloween for trick-or-treaters. No. Ah, uh, fun. So is this a Slayer lyric or a Bible verse? I will fill your mountains with the dead. P. Your hills, your valleys, and your streams will be pe- filled with people slaughtered by the sword. Slayer. That would I'm be a say Bible verse. That would be a Bible verse. Oh, my God. Their slain also shall be cast out, and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood. Go ahead, Rob. Bible? That's what I say. That is the Bible. And joining us for this game is our third host, who apparently has bailed himself out of jail. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Rob. Roller skate prison. <laughs> I don't know what that was from. Okay. We are going to play a game that is called Pokemon. Roller skate prison. That was um, uh, summer school. Uh, Dom Peridone. Dom Perignon? That's that's uh, champagne. <laughs> Dom, Dom Peridone. D o m p e r i d o n. The Peridone has me believe it's a prescription. That's a, that's a Pokemon. Dom Peridone. That is a prescription. Ooh. That is. <laughs> This, this is a medicine that you might want to use. It's a medicine that increases the movements or contractions of the stomach and bowels. <laughs> Rob just took some of that. Yeah, <laughs> ironic. We had to stop recording for 15 minutes for that. Yeah, because I had to clean up the crime scene because I'm fairly certain that what I did was a felony in six states. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that being said, I do have a surprise game for you guys. We're going to go quick here. Oh. Ready? Yeah. Oh, God. So I went back and I looked at every single one of our past episodes, and I'm basing this on our actual topics, not news, not anything like that. What did we talk about the most? So this is just like a one question? What? So, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if you guys can kind of guess some of them. There's too many of them to okay. do it straight up. But like, so what do we, what general topic, like music or books movies. movies movies okay what how many times do you think we talked about those in 100 episodes probably 72 we talked about multiple oh, d- does that count the game of thrones episodes i did not count the game of thrones episodes. or okay so no special episodes. Um, i was taking enough time to count all this stuff okay i'm gonna say 60 I, so we have 60 i'll say seven i'll say 72 it was actually 108 movies <laughs> we talked about Oh, I thought we were talking. I, I thought you were asking how many episodes. Oh no, no, how many movies did we talk about? Oh, okay. So we talked about 108 movies. There was a lot that we ended up talking about. Three movies, like Game Night and something and something, because they right, right. And honestly, and most of those were Rob because <laughs> mm-hmm. he sees a lot of movies. Yeah, well, movies are my thing, and and I would also like to point out that there really hasn't been a whole lot to come out recently, which could possibly be another reason why the box office is down from last year. Yeah. It's it's been a really slow couple of months for the box. And also that is I'm talking very specifically when I talk about movies about stuff that we saw in the theater. It was 100 movies because if a movie was released directly to streaming or TV, we didn't we that's not counting there. So what what do you think our number two most talked about topic? Streaming, streaming, uh, television shows, whether it be streaming. Well, yeah, that's right. So it it was it was streaming. I I separated streaming and TV. So it was definitely streaming was number two. Okay, Uh, eighty six times on that one. Nice. Uh, TV. How many do you think? How many TV shows did we talk about? This one is not what I thought it would be. TV shows. Yeah, thirty five. I was gonna say I was gonna go thirties. I'll go underneath it. I'll say twenty eight. Forty seven on that one. Ooh. 
I yeah. So just higher. to kind of push this along, uh, music was the next best. We talked about it 22 times, which was GB and I. Theme parks, which was 16 times, and that includes like Halloween Horror Nights and the Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. and Avatar opening. So that was 16 events. So that would be like the conferences we went to, things, whoops, things like that. That was 13. We had 13 guests on. We talked about 12 books, 10 video games. Six comics, six concerts. We three straight to YouTube videos. Jimmy, you can Sweet. talk about this in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had three YouTube things, including what? Never hike alone. Never yeah. hike alone. Never hike alone. Which we are. That is a Friday the Thirteenth fan film. If you have not watched it, go out and watch it. There's going to be some surprises coming up involving that in the next few weeks. If you've seen it and you enjoyed it, you should definitely back the Indiegogo for Never Hike in the Snow. You won't regret it, and I'm there's so some cool rewards. So definitely look up Never Hike in the Snow and back that thing. If you like, sir, if you like slashers that wear hockey masks, you might want to check that out. Uh, we actually had some food slip into our regular conversations. That was around Thanksgiving. We did that three times. Three news events actually made it into our non-news area. That was the our conversation about the Disney Marvel thing. That, um, mm-hmm. Stan Lee dying and uh, net neutrality. Net neutrality. <laughs> okay. We talked about that. Oh, yeah, net, so net, we net usually neutrality. Try to, yeah. yeah, that was the more I would say controversial thing. And for some, and at one point we did talk about one purchased item. And it was not the onion cooker, but it was Jimmy. We talked about one purchased item, and that was oh. Jimmy's three D printer. And that totaled up Ooh. to we have talked about three hundred and fifty six different things. <laughs> different topics Topic. in 100 episodes. Now nice. these numbers might be a little skewed. I was admittedly working when I did this, but that I did try to double check. Put we've been putting yes. in some work. Congratulations guys on your 100 episode celebration. Greg, Jimmy, Rob, high five, high five, high five. So that's actually give me 15. Here's to 100,000 more episodes. Keep oh, on God. geeking out guys. You rock. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of episodes. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I'm, we're going to need to hire an editor on that one. That was Mr. Joe Ballerini, the author of the Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. And book three just came out a few months ago. It came out in July. Check it out. Books one through three. Very awesome, fun stuff. And I believe they started filming the Netflix show recently. Uh, awesome cast. That's yeah, fantastic. I'm, cast. I'm looking forward to that. And we are definitely going to hit oh, that up sure. when they when it releases. Yeah, the, one of the people cast was is uh, Malfoy, uh, the actor that plays Draco Malfoy. Oh, um, um, oh God, Blondie McBlonderson. Yeah, yeah, Blondie McBlonderson. Uh, Stumblebunch Cumberbund. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. That that's probably yeah. it. Yeah. Either way, him. Uh, he's going to be Felton. in a bunch of other people. Tom Felton. Yes, Tom Felton. Yes. So he'll be in it, a bunch of other people, as I said. Also, he is going to be on the show in the very near future. We are going to cover Monster Squad. <laughs> not not Tom Felton, and, Joe Ballerini. Well, maybe. We'll, I'll see what I can do. No, Joe Ballerini <laughs> will be on. We're going to talk about Monster Squad because in the last two episodes that he was on, both October episodes, he did mention that, and we mentioned it one way or the other. So we're going to watch it, and we're going to talk about it. Hell yeah, we are. That's a great movie, too. But in the meantime... We're going to move on, and we're going to talk about things that we didn't expect to talk about, or didn't expect to hear, 
things that surprised us as we were doing some of our interviews. Well, we didn't expect to be able to get some awesome interviews, really. Yeah. Oh, man. I probably phrased that a little weird in the script here, but we, we didn't get a chance. Like, when we started this, we are like, oh, we're going to talk to each other, and we're interesting enough, I suppose. But let's let's run down some of our favorite interviews. Fair enough. My and, – and I think one of the reasons I like this interview so much is because, to me, this really – this really kind of felt like our turning point, like where we kind of hit our stride with interviews. And it may have been the fact that he was he was just so good at interviewing. But Kirk Bazigian, the the VP of marketing for G.I. Joe in the 80s, mm-hmm. was is still one of my favorite interviews. It's it, it just it it went I, I felt it went so well. We learned a ton mm-hmm. from the interview and just just very very amicable, amicable guy and very friendly and really willing to help out. And we really appreciate it because I, I mean, to me, it felt like a turning point for our show. Yeah. So that was episode 24. We decided we interviewed him because it was actually a birthday episode and GI Joe was one of my favorite things growing up. So I reached out to him. We got him. It was also partially because of the toys that made us season one. That right. Came out. So here's a little clip of that. Okay, we are back, and we are here with Kurt Bozigian, the former VP of Boys Marketing from Hasbro. Great to be with you. So what are the weirdest character and vehicle ideas that, in your mind that you were, like, shocked that went through and became, like, <laughs> popular sellers? For me, the weirdest character we ever did was uh, Galobulus. Oh, I love Galobulus. Oh, he's, he's the one with the snake tail, isn't he? They said he was shaped like a carrot in the documentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hate that character. Um, uh, but that was, again, that was something that Joe Bacall uh, foisted on us because he was such a big part of the uh, G.I. Joe movie. Um, so, and Cobra Law. Oh, my God, did I hate all of those Cobra Law figures as well. And that was actually one of the reasons why they took the Boba Fett firing rocket away. Yeah, because that that's, once again, Kenner was dumb. The thing known as a small parts gauge. Gotcha. And okay. all you have to do is make sure that the part you make doesn't go down a kid's throat. The gauge simulates the uh, diameter and the uh, shape of a kid's larynx. Were there any reservations or any uh, dissension when you guys found out that they were essentially killing off some of the characters? Um, no, we were, we were part of the – we were involved in that. Oh, okay. Uh, part of my job early on and then later on as I was promoted, my the people who worked for me, we we would get the Marvel um, scripts uh, mm-hmm. about three months before the comic book would actually um, start being penciled. Um, yeah, no, we were, we were totally involved in any decision that Larry made on what he wanted to do and what direction he wanted to take the, the comic. Same thing with the animation. Um, mm-hmm. If we saw something we didn't want to have happened uh, to the Joe brand, we had the opportunity to veto it, um, and we rarely did that. I would be remiss if I didn't ask about the good old character Law. Oh, yeah. My favorite. <laughs> My personal favorite. I have a big thing for dogs. So any, anything, any toy that came with a dog, yeah. I had it. <laughs> I, I always liked the ones that came with the dogs because it was like you were getting two toys for yeah, one. Right? Yeah, well, we always saw that any figure that – and it was by pure, purely by accident, um, you know, a figure that came with a, with a quote, pet. Um, it was just some extra little piece of value that kids appreciated. So, I mean, we did parrots. We did dolphins. We did, uh, we did wolves. We did uh, 
uh, dogs, you know, a bed puppy. An alligator. An alligator. Yeah, you're right. And, and uh, it was a falcon or a, yep. there was a vulture. A warthog. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, Naga hide. Remember him? Warthog. Yeah, yeah. We, we had some fun. I was proud that I pulled that name out of you know, Knowing's half the battle. Yeah. Well done. And we got them to say, and knowing is half the battle, which that I we almost stopped the podcast right there forever because that was all I needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the next guest that we had soon thereafter, because Jimmy's birthday is not too far after mine. Uh, I I was a little sneaky on this one. You were on our first episode. Jimmy mentioned that one of his like defining books, yeah, Legend of Huma, was a guide all about Minotaur sex. Um, how to do it <laughs> that came later yeah and so i reached out to the author and he was super cool richard uh richard a knack yep. uh, mm-hmm. jimmy did i actually surprise you on that i forget if i told you and had you pretend it was a surprise because we had to record a weird night that night for him i think we could not get him on the recording that was closest to my birthday i'm not sure if it was my birthday but you guys were super quiet during the recording, and I'm sitting there going, why am I the only one talking? You guys were trying to work out the, the technical side of it, so we uh, we had to have him on the next week. Okay. But, yeah, you well, it, totally, I had no idea up until that point. Nice. Well, here's a little clip. On the very first episode of our show, uh, yes. you said that one of the most inspirational books that you read for where you are now was Legend of Huma. Yes, so for your birthday, uh, we reached out to Richard Knack, who is the author of Legend of Huma, as well as many other books. And he was gracious enough to join us on the show. So welcome, Richard. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> you said you went through um, several different iterations or versions of the Legend of Huma. Let's say two um, and a half. That's okay. So how did you get involved with the Dragonlance series, and, <laughs> and what was your experience with Dungeons and Dragons? I literally, well, I had played Dungeons and Dragons before. I, I, I went to a couple of the conventions in Lake Geneva, when, you know, for Gen Con when they're there. Um, but um, I was always a person who wanted to become a writer. I had written several things in my own, nothing that would be published, although I'd gotten close. And then I came, I wrote a novel called Fire Drake, and I had not sold to anybody yet, but somebody suggested to me that Lake Geneva was not too far from Chicago. So I literally drove up to Lake Geneva, walked in the front store and asked if I could see one of the editors. And after they got over the shock of somebody actually asking that, <laughs> one of the book editor came out, we had a discussion. He took my writing samples, included that book and a partial of another one. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, if I didn't hear from him in a couple of weeks to call him back, well, I didn't hear from him in a couple of weeks. So I called him back expecting the worst. But he said they really liked my writing style, liked the kind of characters I did. But they're only doing this one series right now called Dragonlance. But they had some anthologies that they're kind of was interested in writing some short stories based in the world. And I said, sure. And uh, so I quickly went out and read everything that was available, came up with some ideas, and uh, hoped I could get at least one in something. Ended up getting a story in each one of the, uh, the three anthologies that they had. There we go. That was that. Um, and then, of course... We were lucky enough to get Joe Ballerini, who just heard not too long ago. And these clips were really hard to find, like to pick which one. So I let mm-hmm. Jimmy pick the clip. <laughs> My favorite one. For this one. Yeah. J- Joe dog. gives us a lot of good yeah. clips. He's a, he's a really funny, vibrant interview. Not to mention a friend of ours for a while, uh, of Robin, mine. We went to high school with him. And yeah. middle school in my case. So here he is talking about 
it's probably going to be in the clip, but he had earlier in that week, I believe, made a pitch of a movie to some executives at a movie studio. In he lives in LA. Yeah, it and might not have been that week, but it was. In, it, I think he says it earlier that week oh, or okay. earlier that month or something. But he did a pitch, and well, either way, it, in the pitch, he pitched it one way, and the executive was like, "Well, what you're really saying is something else." But let's listen to that. One of our favorite movies. From the 80s, I think we can all agree, is The Lost Boys. Oh, without question. Yeah. And in my opinion, still one of the best vampire movies ever made. Agreed. I thought he was going to say The Wizard. It had come up so many times in conversations before, and we decided that we should finally review it and cover it at length for episode 50, which we wanted to be really special. And I don't know how it came came up, but I said, you know what? We should really try and get Timmy Capello on the show as well. And we reached out to uh, him. Because of the gunship, the gunship uh, song came out. Yeah, that's what it was. That's right. And we had talked about it like the week before, I think. And we're like, so let's try to get him. He clearly answers his emails. Yeah, all the all the stars came together and, and the planets were aligned and – we were able to get Timmy Capello on the episode and he just, he gave us some just, oh man, he just went on and it was so fascinating. So here's, uh, here's some of that. Three hours worth of stuff. Timmy Capello is, if you guys don't know, the shirtless sexy sax man from the beginning of Lost Boys. Uh, less than a minute of screen time, I believe. And the beach concert scene. Yes. I still believe, I think is the name of the song. Correct. And let me find the clip here. And, oh, this is another one where we, I think we start off screwing up. Jimmy, you're the host. I am. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Man. That didn't take long. That only took 16 seconds to screw up. Already off Jimmy, the rails. Jimmy is, that, is, Jimmy, is that a record for you, personal record? No, actually, it's been much sooner. <laughs> Guys, we are joined by none other than Tim Capello himself, the unforgettable and original sexy sax man. And beach performer from the movie The Lost Boys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I was in that movie for 12 seconds. And I guess it's just leave him wanting a little more. Because when, when I first met Corey Feldman, which was just really recently at a, at a convention we were out together, he was like, oh, he said, he said, I hate you. You're, and uh -huh. he was laughing, but he was saying, I hate you. I was, I was like one of the stars of that movie. And every time I meet somebody, they just, the first thing they say is, what's that muscle saxophone guy really like? Is he really weird? <laughs> is he really weird? <laughs> and, and I'm sorry, I missed the beginning of that interview. Uh, that was one of the days, I think we recorded on an off day. But to and work I, with his schedule, yes. Yeah, we recorded on an off day and I was actually at work. And didn't get home till late. So you guys had to start the uh, interview without me because I, I think I was on call and I got held up or something at work. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, but I, I, I was able to get in on the end of that interview. And man, yeah. what, I was so worried what a great that interview that was. You weren't going to be able to join us, Rob. Yeah, apart from that interview talking about the movie and stuff, he had toured with Tina Turner and he wrote sax parts for, of course, the gunship song and the Tina Turner song stuff. Their saxophone in some of the great 80s Tina Turner songs. He probably wrote them and he was super humble about it. Gave up a lot of his time. I think he talked for like three hours to us 
gave us all sorts of stuff. He told us about just what it was like being on the road with Tina Turner. He talked about how he grew up kind of with Eric Carmen, another 80s superstar. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really, really awesome. If you go back, it's episode 50, if you want to go back and listen to that one. And, you you know, it's, it's a little bit of a longer episode. But yeah, actually, because of him giving us so much information, it was so hard to edit anything that we just, I split it into two episodes. It wasn't planned that way. It just happened. So he actually did like a cassette tape, side A, side B kind of thing. I'm going to move on from interviews here. We also had a lot of others. Thank you, all of you people that came on for various interviews. Um, SK Nichols, uh, James and Jamesy. Who else? Moondragon. Cal. Uh, Cal Hankerman. Moondragon came on. Moondragon mm-hmm. was just a couple weeks ago. That's why I didn't um, put him on there. ACP Pro. Uh, we had one person that had us debut. A, we did have one. Yeah, ACP Pro. Thank you. One group that actually had us debut a song, and then we never heard from them again. Yeah. It was kind of dickish, but... We'll let you guys figure that one out. But I just want to <laughs> talk about one of my favorite things, and that's making Jimmy angry. I, I very much. It is so much fun to get Jimmy going. It is. It is. I never get angry. When Jimmy gets mad, as you heard, you've heard in a couple of the clips earlier, it is my favorite thing. And one of the things to be said is that being on a podcast, regardless of which type of podcast, you tend to have to be a heightened version of yourself. So, for example, if Jimmy is mad about something and telling our fans that if they have bad opinions about pickles that they could eat a dick and die, basically. (laughs) He doesn't really mean it too much. (laughs) Or maybe Rob. Yes, he does. Or maybe Rob really wasn't that mad about the Lion King. No, that actually was true. He was mad about that. Well, that that actually happened. Yeah. But here's just a couple little clips of me being a pain in Jimmy's ass which I can't really do anymore as much because I'm no longer his boss. Nope. But so uh, fuck you. <laughs> I, pre- I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I appreciate that. So so here's Jimmy saying something naughty and then telling me to bleep it out. <laughs> Give me a PG-13 here because I want to say a lot of things about him. We already said the C word. Well, so. we're going to bleep that out, so that's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's going to bleep it every time you say the word bleep. That's where the bleep is going to appear. Oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm a horribly incompetent editor. <laughs> there, there. That was from uh, episode, uh, that was a Game of Thrones episode, actually, season seven, episode five, as well. And then there was an entire episode that somehow got Jimmy angry. Oh, man. And this was my idea. I thought it would be more fun than it ended it's up like being. four hours. I'll never get back. <laughs> where we decided to watch as many Krampus movies as possible for our Christmas episode last year, I think. <laughs> episode 65, so it was last year. Oh, and we were like, God. we're going to watch as many of these things as possible. And then we looked at the list on Netflix and Amazon and realized just how many there were. And all of them were terrible except for that original one. Yeah. So here's Jimmy venting over the course of episode <laughs> 65. Uh, the episode is called Crampist, and you'll see why. Yeah, I think Jimmy is a little Crampist tonight. <laughs> and if I That's have why, to see right another terrible Krampus film, I'm going to murder... Greg with a sharpened candy cane. I'm so, so you sorry. Really should be because you planted that seed and then I couldn't get away from I it. I thought it would be fun and then we finished recording last week and then I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it, one of these other Krampus movies and I hit play and I got about five minutes so in bad. to the, the Gold Rush Hillbillies and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have made a grave mistake egregious even nostalgia and how much i hate greg for what he's done to my life 
I'm all crampused out, man. <laughs> I'll light a Christmas candle, you know, some sort of scented sugar cookie candle, and I will watch Krampus mm-hmm. every year, and it makes me happy. So I thought, and boy, was I wrong, that we should maybe look at some of these other movies. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were, were wrong. You were wrong. He sounds so Very defeated. wrong. <laughs> so another one coming up, and I hope to God there is not. Dear That's God, mother. That know. is. There is. Mother Krampus. Oh, yeah, there is one. There's another one. Yeah. And you know we're going to have to watch that next year now. Fuck. <sighs> he he looks like <laughs> somebody contracted someone to model a character, and they modeled the character for the wrong script. And then <laughs> they were just like, well, shit. Okay, we gave you 50 bucks, so I well, guess we're going to use it. If you hate yourself, and or, or if you hate your family, you know, and, and you can't stand being around them, you know, hit play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot Ethan came in. No, no, he literally just came in. Like he is standing right. He is here next Special to me right now. Oh, that's yeah, live. That live. Okay, um, well, hold on. Since you're here, buddy, come here. Oh, yeah. You wanted to say something, so we're gonna go ahead and put these on. You, special guest here. Hop on up. This is Ethan. Go ahead and what, what episode? This is episode 100. Do you have anything to say to us? Congratulations for doing all of this. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you, Ethan. Goodbye. Bye. Well, no, well, you can't just run off. You have been Goodbye. on several of these episodes reviewing movies that you did not see. So you are also now congratulating on episodes that you have not heard. So what do you think about our show? Um, cool. That is because he has not <laughs> heard it. He won't be allowed to for like 13 more years. Okay, but thank you very much for joining us on the show. Adios. 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 So yes, very much like annoying Jimmy <laughs> because angry Jimmy is is good Jimmy. Now, just because I don't want Rob to feel left out, I feel it's time to annoy him. This is not on the script, by the way. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So there was some, there was some uproar this week. Okay. And oh god. If there's one thing that we have heard Rob say a lot is he has talked about how the princess bride is oh, his really? favorite movie. There, the, I think the next most mentioned thing by Rob is how much he hates remakes. <gasps> no, mm-hmm. say it ain't so. <clears throat> Earlier this week, Sony Pictures Entertainment CEO, Tony, I cannot pronounce his last name, but I'm going to try, Vinci Kira. Tony, Tony, go to hell. That's close enough. Vinci Kira, Vinci Kira remarked that a remake of beloved 1987 movie could be in the works. No! No! F you, Tony, go to hell! You're a marked man, Tony. Okay. I will find you. Let let me... I think this is great, because you're not wrong. And I would like you to... Let's let's hear from some of the actors involved with this and people that um, have married some of the actors. Okay? So the first quote I actually heard was Carrie Always, which I'll get to in a second. But... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who uh, married the six-fingered man. You can make your own joke there. But she wrote, well, I married the six-fingered man, obviously why we have stayed together for 35 years, and there is only one, the Princess Bride, and it is William Goldman and Rob Reiners. Yes. And she also said, life is life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. Um, Carrie Always mm-hmm. had one of the best most well thought out quotes I've seen by a celebrity regarding this kind of stuff. And it was, it's perfect. I loved it. 
Uh, there's a shortage of perfect movies in this world. It would be a pity to damage this one. Oh, yes! God, I love Gary Ellis. That, you know, they they shouldn't do it. They can't do it. They won't. They better not do it. It's going to bomb badly if they do, and it's going to actually hurt the original, mo- in part because some of the major pieces of this movie are not alive anymore, particularly the writer, yeah, Andre the Giant, and there's someone else that passed away too, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, the, the grandfather... Yeah, Peter Falk. Um, well, but I mean, they if they're redoing it, they wouldn't yeah. get any of them to reprise their roles. However, I don't know of anybody currently that you could get to play Fezzik with the same. I, I don't. I don't even know what word to use there. I mean, you, you there. There just is no replacing Andre the Giant, even with especially. the other quote unquote giants in the in wrestling and stuff like that. They're not as uh camera ready i think like as lovable yeah i just had to annoy rob just a little bit because that news was going on i was going to actually save it for next week but it makes sense to do it now i will cut a bitch all right a bitch will be cut listen tom go to hell don't you do it (laughs) don't you do it was it tom whatever he's gonna be dead soon anyway i don't know Tony, go to hell tony go to hell (laughs) listen danny go to hell rob will Finally see him, and what will he say when he wants to get his revenge? Just hello. Hello. What is that noise? You opening up? Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say Inigo Montoya, but my name's not Inigo Montoya. But you killed my favorite movie. Prepare to die. Okay. And I think last but not least, here on our little cavalcade of clips, Jimmy, let's talk about mistakes. I never make mistakes, and I never get angry. Oh. Well, because I'm sure there's the a reason. The two funniest ones. The two funniest ones were you. There were other ones. There's been a lot. Me, me being second most. But there, there are a lot of times where we just trip over words, or you know, the 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 brain gets ahead of you know what's coming out of your mouth, and uh, like Greg has an inability to say names, right? True. And because Greg edits this, he gets to cut those out, so he looks smarter than he actually is. Um, however, whenever I make a mistake, he leaves them in. So I look. No, I don't leave them in. I, I highlight them at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, so guys, if you listen to our episode and cut away before, mm-hmm. before it ends, most of them have fun stuff at the end of it. Yeah. So I sound. After the final. I song. sound even dumber. And it's, yeah, it's typically me at the end of those. So, uh, here's a, here's a little sample of that. The album is called Return to Alvgarath. Return to Alvgo. Called Return to Alvgo. Return to Alvograth. Alvograth. Return to Alvo. I had it. Future Cop with an exclamation park. It's from a band that I really like called Future Crap. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Future Crap. That was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> future crap yeah that was a, an album called return to alvograth but was i forget the name of the band it's or the the future cop a few future cop return to exclamation a, point an exclamation ex- park and it, well I, I was gonna say i loved the exclamation <laughs> park and it was <laughs> and then there was this one that i believe happened oh. not too far after the clip you heard earlier <laughs> probably in this episode, we were talking about the uh, Thor Ragnarok, which is still one of our favorite movies, probably one of our favorite mm-hmm. movies of of the entire time we've been doing the podcast. But here we go. I, yeah. I really like the way that they've been setting it up because they've been doing it with the Avengers as well. 
And I think they've just been doing a fantastic job with all of these movies. Yeah. Agreed. Um, in, in terms of the comedy, the reactions of people in the crowd were on par with what I saw when I saw Deadpool in the theater. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as butt gusting, butt gusting. <laughs> <laughs> don't even ask me to cut. Don't even ask me to cut that out. <laughs> oh, I can take care of that for you. <laughs> nope. I meant. <laughs> that's when I lost it. I meant gut busting laughter. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, can people, do butt gusting. Yeah, I know you can. Um, oddly enough, that came but, two episodes after the fart yeah. episode. That's why I think you said something like I could take care of that for you. <laughs> so tired. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Jimmy, not the night out here. Not but at Gusting. all. And that clears uh, that cleans us up here for our episode one hundred. I don't know if that cleaned anybody and up. No, no. So that this was our this was <laughs> our uh, I'll just go ahead and call it the masturbatory clip show. And any final thoughts here before we ask the question of the week? Do you have a camera in my room? <laughs> I'm not answering that question. <laughs> oh. Well, since this is the Give Me Five podcast, if it's the first time you were listening to it, then one, we're sorry. Two, we always end every episode with a top five list. And we're going to go ahead and this week, the question is going to be, what are your top five favorite moments of the first 100 episodes? Yeah, that's that's actually pretty easy for me. Um, in preparing these clips, we, I, I think I I know I did. I picked some of my favorite ones, and uh, as did I. So I'll go ahead and and go first here. My number five is going to actually be one that we um we didn't have a clip for. Um, I think the first review that I I had just, I, and I mean not that I haven't had a blast doing everything else, but our review of the movie, your hunter from the future, just, Oh yeah. You know, you see things like mystery science theater oh, that 3000 was so much fun. and, and all these show riff tracks and things like that, that cover these bad movies. And I can see why, cause it's just that much fun. So, um, that's going to be my number five. Uh, my number four is going to be, well, really just any conversation that we have with Joe Ballerini, the movie that you guys um, heard what he was refu- referring to, I had mentioned a movie that I'd seen called Russell Madness. And it was a movie about a Jack Russell Terrier that was managed by a capuchin monkey. And he was a wrestling star <laughs> saving the Classic. family's theater by putting on wrestling shows. And Joe talks about what he was describing essentially as a dog fighting movie for kids and he didn't even realize it so that really was just one of the the genuinely you know funnier moments from our conversations with him um my number three is going to be the butt gusting comment that i made (laughs) um i can laugh at myself i i think it was one of the funnier 14 sloops (laughs) wow (laughs) Yeah. Wow. One of the funnier Ferdian slips that I've done. I just did a Ferdian slip on that. So um, that just, every time I think butt gusting, uh, I get a little kick out of that. Number two is going to be um, our conversation about Clamato 
Clamato, Clamato, whatever you want to say. I get really thirsty every time I think about that because it's delicious. (laughs) And my number one is just going to have to be Rob's Fart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time in history that Rob's Fart will ever be be number one. Be number one. Well, the the funny thing about it is that Greg didn't hear it. And I'm talking, and I'm like, "Why are they laughing?" And I'm, I'm just going, uh, "Are you, are you gonna edit that out?" <laughs> and it just, like I was saying, when we were putting these clips together, I was driving, and I had to pull over on the side of the road. I was laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, I didn't. Not only did I not hear it, but then as the conversation went on, my brain figured out what it was, and I re, I was like, kind of mentally replaying the conversation. I'm like. I did hear it, but I didn't know that's what it was. And then it was like, I was able to kind of replay the fart in my brain, which is a horrible thought, but I did. And I was like, oh, that was a fart, not someone dropping something. That's why I started laughing so hard, which of course caused me to fart. And we've talked about farts way too much. Okay, go ahead. That was number one. Rob, Rob, uh, please don't say your fart is one of your favorites. Oh, it totally is. (laughs) Of course. 100 episodes and a fart is going to be number one. And... Am, am I going next or are you going next, Greg? Well, my, my, mine's a little different because I didn't – in making all these clips, there's a lot that I could have said are my favorite. So I kind of boiled it down into more summarized type stuff. So my, my list is a little broken, but I'll, I'll just go with this. Um, honestly, seeing the growth throughout our 100 episodes because I got, I got to listen to a lot of them and seeing like how things change throughout the, the episodes. Mm-hmm. And just after us talking about it for several months and finally doing it, that's – that was like that's my number five like just all of that stuff together because it's i mean it's impressive there's a hundred things out there and more technically because of our special episodes that we have Mm -hmm. that's there forever one of the reasons i started this and it's a it's a weird thing but you know i don't have an i don't have any clips of my father's voice anywhere so i've and he passed away what six years ago this is darker (laughs) than a fart well actually nothing is darker (laughs) than one of rob's farts but I don't have any clips of my father's voice anywhere. There's a couple videos when I got a video camera after college that I have, but that's about it. And I think in my wedding uh, speech, he did the wedding speech. And I will, I will share something real quick because my, my father passed away a couple of years ago as well. And I still have it. He called me one year and I wasn't able to pick up the phone. He called me for my birthday and left a message, a voicemail on my phone, singing me happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And I played it and I recorded it and I, I have the, I still have the, um, the video or the audio clip of him singing happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah, See, that's awesome. And that's the type of thing that's awesome. So like, I don't have that. And then I, so I was thinking, I was like, someday is my kid not going to have that type of stuff for me. Now it's a different world because my dad passed away right as the iPhone was just taking off. So like video, the videos were really terrible on those type of things, but I was just like, you know, wouldn't it be kind of cool not to get dark someday, many years from now, if my kid was able to look back and be like, oh, this is what my dad thought about this, or this is his sense of humor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's going to be punctuated with farts and stuff. My, my brother passed away uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, while I might not have a recording of him, I will forever hold in my head him greeting me, and uh, whenever he did greet me, it was always What's up, Dick? So <laughs> I've always got that. That's awesome. 
That is glorious. Nice. I feel like I like him. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're jumping on here. My number four, uh, the bad movie reviews. I am a, I love bad movies, uh, even Robo Vampire. Mm-hmm. And uh, your stands out, uh, the recent eighties movies. Yeah. The shut your whore <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Uh, just all of the bad movies that I'm compiling all the mistakes and giggle fits together. There were so many more, but I, I cut some of them out and I, it was hard to find all of them, but the the two big ones that we we played uh number two just changing how i watch stuff you know going to see movies i normally wouldn't because i have to review them or watching stuff that you guys mm-hmm. tell me i should watch or listening to stuff that i wouldn't normally do or reading stuff whatever it just changed how i watched that changed how i was able to be more critical in some ways it did make me more critical and things have to do a little more to impress me but also at the same time when there are things that i'm glad i that like I don't have to be super critical with like uh, the detective movie, the Adam Sandler one. Like, was it the best movie ever? Mm-hmm. No, right. but was it a good change from all of the really deep stuff we had been watching? Yeah, it was, it was perfect. It was exactly what I wanted. And of course the interview is getting to talk to people that I normally wouldn't. Some people even didn't make it to interview, but were nice enough to lend us their music, you know, uh, uh, dance with the dead, the midnight, uh, uh who else? Oh, uh, DJ, uh, uh, keep on saying Trinity, but that's not it. DJ Ten, Jazzy Jeff, uh, DJ Ten, let us use some of their music and just being able to interact with these guys and incredibly talented people that may not be mainstream. So the interviews are my number one. And Rob, all right. Well, I mean, I I, I could have included all the interviews together, but I, I did separate out two of my favorites. I think I think at number five. I'm probably going to put the the I Know Dino podcast interview that we did where they joined us oh, for yeah. the review of Jurassic World. Yeah, on a whim, that? too. Like, we yeah, set that up and, in less and it than just, a day. And it, it just worked. And they they were super nice people. They were great to, to sit and hang out and talk with. And they very knowledgeable about dinosaurs and everything. We had a really great time. I, I definitely recommend listening to that episode because it was it was another one of those ones where it just it just went really smoothly and the interview was fantastic and the people who we interviewed were great and you know it, I'd bring them back because they were a lot of fun. Well, they they brought to the table science knowledge and we brought to the table movie and media critique knowledge and it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my number four is probably going to be our our your review. That movie was just so much fun. So it, it's it's one of those movies there there are certain movies that are just so bad they're good and yours is definitely in that category and we we had a lot of fun you're doing... what <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah exactly i was gonna do it but i wanted jimmy to do it 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 is one of those movies that just falls in that category and it's so much fun and we had such a good time doing that review and watching the movie, I mean, I, uh, Greg and I watched it together. I believe. I yeah, don't think did. Jimmy came in over, came over and watched it with us. But Greg and I watched it together, and it was just so much fun sitting there laughing and watching this episode and talking about it, or watching this movie and talking about we, it. We we kept on having to rewind parts because it was like, did I just see that? <laughs> <laughs> did that just happen? Did he really use that dead moth as a hang glider? <laughs> Oh, it was great. I th- I think for my number three, um, I I tend to like it when we do when we do not your typical give me fives. I really enjoyed our. I forgot what we called it. I think it was our fantasy garden 
the and tenure garden, draft. The fantasy, it was defender. like the guardian. Garden gnomes. <laughs> yes. I have a very nice garden and I would like. Yeah, that's right. Uh, who, who would I pick? Uh, I don't know. Merlin to guard it. Yeah. And. And the way that we did it and we had the draft and, you know, it was, it was a little different than what our normal top five was. And I really, I really liked the way that that turned out. And I think I had the best team, but you know, whatever it, at number two, it hurts me to do it, but the Kirk Bazigian interview is going to be number two because you know what number one is. Oh God. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the Kirk, the Kirk Bazigian interview. we learned a lot. It was very informative he was a great interview i i had a great time doing that that interview but number one probably the funniest moment for me on this podcast so far to date was that episode yeah the the infamous fart and it wasn't my fart was funny enough but when greg started laughing so hard that he farted that just put it over the top, and then I couldn't. I couldn't go on. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm done. <laughs> when you, I can't. I, I can't do it." Uh, you've inspired a new word, Rob. I believe a uh, a laugh fart. We're gonna start calling it a lart. <laughs> yeah, a lart. Well, I, I thought I thought I had inspired a new phrase uh, two episodes later when you coined butt True. dusting. Okay, well let's let's close out here. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being around for 100 episodes. Yes, thank you. And and thank you guys, Rob, Greg. I look forward to this every week for the most part. Um, looking forward to doing a lot more of these. Yes. And um, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, we've just just as a, a heads up, there are there are some changes coming. Nothing big, nothing to freak out about. What we have seen, I think we've seen a little more popularity with our our 80s more fart themed crappy movie episodes so we are gonna keep that going in the future and we we are the the next one i think though isn't going to be so much as a crappy movie as it was a like a tv movie because we are we are rolling into halloween season and i've there was a 80s movie that was released on tv it was like one of those disney sunday night movie things that i remember watching with my dad and it it was a great family movie for Halloween and it starred, you know, LeVar Burton and Sherry Belafonte. And I think it was, uh, Peter DeLuise, one of the DeLuise kids. And it's called the midnight hour. And like I said, it was, she it was just mom, a, uh, mom, it was just a mom. TV movie. Sorry. In I the midnight really... hour. Actually it's, it's, it's yeah. Wilson. It's yeah. Wilson Pickett. Yeah. Anyway. So we're going to, we're going to do that. So please, if you get an opportunity, check it out and then come back and listen to our review of it. You can find it on YouTube. I, I did check uh, before I decided to pick that movie. So it was on YouTube. So check it out there. Uh, let us know what you think. You can find us on Facebook by searching for the Give Me Five podcast. You can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Give Me Five Pod, or you can email us directly, Give Me Five Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, guys, Please help us out. Leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're using, whether it be iTunes or CastBox or, well, maybe not PodCoin anymore. <laughs> but but leave us a review. It really helps us stand out, and it helps other people find us as well. And if you're looking for any of your specially, specially tagged Give Me Five merch, 
you can find it at give me fi- give me five podcast.threadless.com. And as always, guys, all of those, the five is spelled out F I V E, not the number five. Yeah. Uh, on the I, last episode, I did mention that there's going to be a G.I. Joe theme shirt. I'm working on that. I've been slammed at work. So I need to. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, my number one is not learning that I shouldn't say certain things in front of Rob. But there will be a G.I. Joe-themed shirt coming very soon. I just I need to convert the artwork to get it up on the site. Also, when <sighs> I get that moving, I saw that Threadless did add uh, skateboard Ooh, decks wow. that you can get printed with logos. So Nice. So I'm going to try to figure out how to get that up. And there might be – there will be a Give Me Five podcast skateboard coming soon My, yeah. to a yeah. online store awesome. near you. Hell Yeah. Put that I might, in my new I might office. just buy the I might just buy the deck just and to put have it up it on the wall and put it up on a wall yeah. or something. That'd be awesome. So thanks for listening. Slob my knob. That was recording. I'm taking you to court. That's right. I knew you could hear me, you bitch. (laughs) (gasps) You bitch. Ladies. (laughs) It's a a gif of a cat. It's like stretching from a toilet to a bathtub. (laughs) And it poops. (laughs) And then it falls. And start smacking the poop around. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm crying. <laughs> 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 he's in mid. He's like trying to walk from the toilet to the bathtub, and he lifts his leg to the bathtub, and he poops. <laughs> he's just patting it around. <laughs> I can't. Uh. Rob, I'm looking up a cat poof gif. Hold on. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys. I'll post it. Hang on. Thanks, guys. Guys, good guys. Morning, guys. Guys, good after guys. Noon, guys. Good guys. Night, guys. And guys, good guys. Bye, guys. Horse, guys. Guys, 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 guys.